Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Medvedev serving and volleying on clay. Imagine that. <laughs> What's the, there was an interview that uh, Medvedev said. I'm not sure how, 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 how much he was just trying to be funny or how much he was serious, but he was saying like, oh yeah, I don't like clay because... There's always bad bounces, and I always get dirty right. after. So, like, it's... <laughs> when I saw this at first, I, I was like, like oh, come on, man. Like, you have to you have to embrace it. it was like, I have I'm, some belief, yeah. yeah. And, and now I'm like, maybe he was just joking around. Like, it's it wouldn't go it wouldn't go past him, I guess, to just be like, yeah, just whatever. Just give, like, a lame answer just because. He's one maybe, of those players yeah. that likes to make... That doesn't mind making fun of himself, so that oh, doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. like he can also be like brutally honest sometimes, True. and so maybe he was just saying exactly how he felt. Yeah. <laughs> because honestly, like I actually really liked um, as a kid um, having all of my socks stained with the red clay, because it was yeah. it was the mark of the fact that I was playing tennis so often. It's like all of my socks were like fully stained, and my yeah, I, a couple of my shoes were just completely destroyed, like because of the clay. It's like they they were just stained forever. So yeah, I I think it's like a badge of honor. Yeah, um, exactly. I feel like every player has to change their laundry and gets their socks, you know, completely red on clay. Yeah, unless um, you're unless you're like Roger Federer, then maybe not. Yeah. yeah. Um. Some something Andre Agassi wrote in his autobiography was that uh, when Roland Garros clay clay dries, it looks like blood, and he had never noticed that before. He wrote that uh when he was playing the 1999 French Open. So that's another way to look at it. Oh my gosh, I never saw it, but like, yeah, it's the. It's a good analogy too, right? Because on clay you gotta suffer, so yeah, <laughs> you got and the blood stain. Also, and tough sucks. losses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and so many uh, great players failed to complete the career slam there as well. Yeah. So I guess like my my other questions for you right now would be, um, let me see if I can remember all of them because I just came up with them on the fly. So yeah. the first one is um, 
What do you what do you think is going to happen in this tournament? So I predict that um, as much as I really want to see the Djokovic Nadal final, I think we will see it at some point in the clay season for sure. Um, I just don't think the first tournament back. Um, I just don't see it happening this week. I I, ho- I could be wrong, and I, I hope I'm wrong, but um, I see I don't see Djokovic getting to the final. Mm. Uh, or uh, I mean, I, I, I let me rephrase that. I certainly would not be shocked in the slightest if he got to the final, and even if he won the thing, because he's freaking Novak Djokovic. But if if he were to lose early, like if he were to lose to Zverev in the quarters, or he would lose to if Tsitsipas can get there, because Tsitsipas has a brutal section too. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned Zverev and Tsitsipas. This is their best surface, in my opinion, is clay. And so I just feel like if um, I think that Djokovic Zverev match in the quarters, because I, um, if assuming Zverev can get through like Fuksovic and you know Gofan and players like that, if if he if they meet, I think that'll be a big ind- uh, indicator of kind of where Djokovic's level is at on clay. Yeah. Um. So like that'll be a good match to see for Djokovic where he's at, and then if. I'm going to say if he somehow gets through that, it's going to be tough against uh, Zverev, who's so consistent on from the baseline on, on clay and um, yeah, just moves uh, very well. Tsitsipas, do you mean, yeah. in the semis? Yeah, and then Tsitsipas in the semis. The question for me with Tsitsipas is he's playing Karatsev in the first round. And, um, you know, Tsitsipas has been it's playing horrible draw. well th- this year, but it's like, um, you know, with this, he, he has Berrettini in his section, potentially. You know, Berrettini's been kind of on and off. He's been struggling with injury. He hasn't played since Australian Open. But if he can get through uh, Karatsev, then he's potentially got to play either Milman or Felix or Garin. Felix, by the way, now coached by uh, Uncle Tony. Yeah. So, <laughs> that'll be like my... That'll be my last mention in this podcast, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, like, he has a tough draw because if he gets through Karatsev, he could potentially play either Felix or Garin or Milman. You know, all three are good clay court players i guess moment so more so on the hard courts but um but he likes to suffer too like he's a very physical player yeah. so yeah yeah i mean so it would have to be one of those matches that i'm predicting an upset either in this Zverev match or the city mm-hmm. match i would say if you're putting me on the spot or maybe we're are we doing predictions or are we going to save that for later just 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 do your predictions now you don't have to go for everything just kind of like go yeah, like say, say who wishes who, the final and mm-hmm. and against whom. <laughs> you don't have to say sets because that's like way too far ahead. We're not yeah. we're not doing a tiebreaker for a for a draw challenge, so don't worry I'm about it. I'm gonna that. say <laughs> I'm gonna say Zverev gets to the final, hmm. um, and he takes on Nadal, and Nadal wins in straight sets for the final. Because that's a good, because that's a good match. It could go to three sets depending on how Zverev's doing. I will say, Rafa wins in three. I'm uh-huh. gonna say Zverev, Zverev beats Djokovic, um, and then he beats Stefanos, but he loses to Nadal in three at in the final. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say if if Djokovic has to play everyone in his path. Like, if he gets Sinner and Hercoc and Zverev and Tsitsipas, I don't think he makes the final. But yeah. I, I don't think all of those people are going to get to the point where they would play him. So I'm going to say Djokovic gets at least to the semis. Mm-hmm. 
I could I could see him losing to Tsitsipas, but you know I'm I'm gonna say we get a Djokovic Nadal final. Even, although I think it's not a given Nadal makes it there. I think he could get Schwartzman or Fonini in the semis. I could see him losing to Schwartzman, not so much Fonini after their Australian Open match. But I'm maybe it's because I honestly want to see this happen because I think their last clay match was a bit of a dud, and I want to see them play a better one. I'm gonna say Djokovic Nadal final, and Nadal in three sets. Cool. Um, I, ho- I hope you're right, Owen. <laughs> me too. So you said, I don't match. care about the result of the final. I just hope we get a good match. So you said Djokovic, right, in the final? I guess that's all? Yeah. Yeah, cool. So I think it's going to be Tsitsipas in the final. And I think he's going to... Mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to get Djokovic in the, in the semis. Um, nice. I think he's going to be able to close it out like he didn't in the, at Roland Garros. And I think he's going to lose in straight sets to Nadal in the final. And I am... Even though like Medvedev is always in, in a little bit of an enigma, and I feel like he couldn't reach the semifinals and play Nadal and lose in straights as well, but I'm actually gonna mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna say Schwartzman. Actually, no, I'm gonna say Fanini is going to make it to the semifinals again, but he's just gonna get crushed by Nadal like six three six one, and then hmm. Nadal wins to a similar score, maybe like a six four six two against Tsitsipas. I mean, Fonini had a bagel point three times against Nadal at Monte Carlo in 2019. Yeah, uh, in the second set. Yeah, um, I- I'm glad you brought up Tsitsipas, though. Until until you guys reminded me that he is Karatsev next, I was thinking he might be able to be a dark horse because I think if he gets yeah. a tired Djokovic and then Nadal loses to Schwartzman or Fonini, I think he could win. But he, he needs a couple of things to go his way. He doesn't beat Djokovic and, and Nadal. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, that's. Uh... <laughs> Uh, just yeah. one thing on Stefanos is I really like him on the surface because I think it hides some of his weaknesses that he has, yes. which is the return of serve. It definitely hides that a, a bit more. Um, and the way he can construct points with his serve and his forehand, it bodes really well, I think, for his surface and the athleticism that he has and, you know, kind of the kind of the all-court play. And he doesn't mind defending and scrapping in the corners as well. So I think it really it, it um, minimizes his weaknesses. And so for him, you know, if he were to do well here, like get to a semi or a final, he would really be cementing himself as a big threat uh, for the French Open for somebody not named Nadal because I think he's now proven himself at all the clay court tournaments. He's reached the finals of Hamburg. He's reached the finals of Madrid. He's reached the finals of Barcelona back in 2018 when that was his first like breakthrough tournament. Mm-hmm. And then he's made um, the semis of Rome as well in 2019, lost to Nadal there in straight sets. But And then, of course, semis at the French, he pushed Djokovic to five sets. So... Yeah. If he can do well at Monte Carlo too, then it's like he's suddenly a threat kind of everywhere throughout the season. And I, I would I would say the same thing for Zverev too. But it's like um, I, I I would have also picked Stefanos to get to the final or mm-hmm. to get to the semis. But it's just that when I see Karatsev and when I see like Felix or Garin maybe, and then yeah. I see I see some of his dips that he's been having. Um, he's been playing really good consistent tennis this year, but then he's also had some. Um, you know, matches where he's the favorite or where he's had some leads, and so I worry about that on the mental side for him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I I agree. That he's kind of establishing, quietly establishing himself as like a favorite for Roland Garros. I think, like you said, maybe Zverev could be in the same category. Although I think he hasn't really put together an impressive run at Roland Garros yet. While well, Tsitsipas did at the end of last year, he's beaten Nadal on clay. 
uh, he beat him from two sets down at the Australian Open. So even though clay is a more difficult surface to play Nadal on, he at least has the confidence of beating him in best of five now. He was a set away from doing the same to Djokovic. Yeah. So, so I think, yeah, um, getting a good result at this tournament could be exactly what he needs to just build his confidence up for the big one, which is the French. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess my my second question for you... By the way, you're saying that like, Zverev didn't have a, a convincing run at Roland Garros, is that what you said? Yes. Yeah, just, he, yeah, so he's made two quarterfinals. Um, he, he went down really weakly in both of them. 2019, but, but to be, they were not close. Yeah. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, it, if, and I don't know if it's just like me, I'm, I'm forgetting something, but before last year's US Open, Zverev hadn't had a single one good run at any Grand Slam at all, I would imagine. Uh, I'd say Australia 2020 was pretty good. Australia um, no, but that's, that's true. Yeah. 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 But but besides that, I agree. Yeah. The, he was just like, he, he would reach like the later rounds, like the second week, but on the back of like four or five set matches. So it's like, eh, it's never really yeah, that convincing I, at that, I, at that the, point. The big, I, thing honestly with him is, the big thing with him is the second serve. It breaks down a lot under, under yeah. pressure and those double faults accumulate. And he's 0 for 9 against top 10 players in majors. So yeah, that's and it, it's, that. it's definitely going to come bite him if he cannot. Because like second serves, he cannot serve like a... a 65 mile per hour second serve on yeah, clay he, that's yeah. gonna get ripped apart on clay he'll yeah. be running around forever yeah, yeah. Even, and, yeah. and honestly yeah. i thought his australia run was better than his u.s open run that's opposition true. was way better there yeah. and the u.s open like team was horrible for the first two sets of that <laughs> final so he honestly didn't do anything that really impressed me in that yeah. u.s open yeah we could you could actually we could legit start recording a whole new podcast about that we just open final again just because it's so impressive right <laughs> yeah I, I listened to you guys podcast with mert there's some great insight in that <laughs> well and i guess my my other question that i wanted to ask you was mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market 